You you're the one that threw a goddamn fit about the audio, Mark. You threw a, I did not. I said it was good. Fit. That's the that's the only thing I have, guys. This is all I got is the audio part. So I gotta I gotta bitch about. Something. I have been I have been halfway joking about Mark, and it is it is it's it hurts, and it's a relief to hear you guys confirm what I've already known. Mark's the reason that this is not. Well, you he's. Is he has the power? He can silence. Well, all we're of scared us. of him, and that's why it's coming out now. Because I can't, I can't. He cuts my stories all the time. I can't that's live right. in fear anymore. We read ten stories a week, stories maybe fifteen. Week. And what does Mark put right. out? Three, maybe four. I can't it's the live worst in fear. Ones. I'm tired. I'm tired of. <laughs> I I'm scared. I w- I walked out. To my car, I was uh, went to check the mail, and there was a bullet in my mailbox. <laughs> Just a single bullet. I'm not going to accuse anyone right now in on a recorded right. format, but mm-hmm. I know where it came from. I know I know what the message was. It was a message about silence. Well, let me ask you a question, Mike. Just to to maybe. And I don't want to put you on the spot. I know this is hard for you to, to talk about this, especially now. Who here among us uh, uses finger guns? Go you can say it. Go ahead, Mark. Mark's one that is, you know. That's right. Mm-hmm. It's it's like the end of Taxi Driver. <laughs> <laughs> I look into the, the, my Zoom screen, and he's just mm-hmm. just a maniacal grin and and finger guns to his head, and then mm-hmm. he points it at the yeah. screen, and I. And I don't know, and I know it's just me in my head because there's there's the three other people that he could be pointing at, but he's pointing at somebody. That's how that kind of intimidation works, Mike. He this is what he he does. This this is who he is, and it's it is bullying, it is cruel, it is a power play, and I'm just going to say thank you for standing up and saying something because he's a tyrant. Well, as long as you everyone acknowledges that I'm well, the most brave. the most brave welcome to INS the international news service your source for the most important weird news from across the globe with news analyst Kevin Harrison actor, comedian and musician Mike Wiebe and professional commentator Brian Camp. INS, the news you need. And I think if everyone were to just go tell one, just mm. one person, we're not asking for money, just go tell one person, just grab them by their stupid shoulders and shake them out of the the, the world of shit that they live in, just shake them and go, you need to listen to the ass, motherfucker. I think if, if everybody did that to one person, that we would, that, that's, right. that things would really start moving on this, on this peak. We would at least double our numbers. We need every listener to do that to one person once an hour for the next six months. We're just fine with the one. I, I don't want any, because <laughs> at some point that would come off as a bit of a crime wave scenario. And right. Right. That a, a crime, do you know what kind of publicity or what kind of listenership we would get from that publicity of inspiring a crime wave? I mean, that is how that is how Mark Marone got his start. See, what is what is the Patreon, Kevin? Tell us about it. 
Can you tell me why it's called Patreon? Let's see if make sure people even know what this is. What is what does that word mean? For a a small monthly mm-hmm. subscription, you get access unfettered access to us, our lives, our uh, talents. But what I'm asking is, well, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm, and. Okay. I, I like that we're doing this, Mark, because this is the kind of stuff people will get. Mike and I talking over each other. <laughs> yeah. This is the kind of stuff Mark will just be like, right. this is completely unusable. You, you will get so much garbage <laughs> that Mark would have otherwise thrown out. Oh, no, that's true. <laughs> like, for instance, I have downloaded a soundboard and I haven't uploaded anything. I just have the, I just have the, uh, I just have what came on the soundboard, but I have stuff like this. Hold on. <laughs> well, that doesn't work. Never mind. You will get at least 15 minutes of things to waste your time on other than doing something you don't want to do. I think that's fair. You'll get soundboard things like this. You've got mail. <laughs> Did y'all hear that? <laughs> At it, like, just imagine how often you'll randomly you'll hear. You've got mail. <laughs> like the Patreon will help me afford to get more sounds on my soundboard, more sounds than you've got mail. <laughs> At this point, we're just stuck with you've got mail. <laughs> But maybe, maybe in the future, you'll be able to hear all kinds of things. You'll be able to hear like full circle. We'll we'll do a whole thing for that. Maybe we'll do, uh, you know, something for callback. But as of now, it's just you've got mail. That's right. Without your generous support, we will be relegated to only having you hear you've got mail over and over again. (laughs) And wouldn't that and wouldn't that make you feel Oh, I think we got a, subs- oh. a Patreon subscriber. Mike could afford a second we, sound. We got a we got a Patreon we got a Patreon subscriber. Oh, that makes me feel. <laughs> oh man, that's all we can afford. That's all we, we can afford need. right now. Right in this economy, how much? How many subscribers do we need to get a Mister T? I pity the fool. Let's set a goal right now. Ten, ten uh, subscribers, and we will get a Mr. T. I pity the fool uh, on the on the soundboard, and it will get used. And every time it gets used, you'll know that it's your support that made that possible and made that this podcast that much better. That made this podcast something more than a podcast that only has. You've got mail, That's right? <laughs> I, and I think we can all promise to use the I pity the fool sounder enough that one of us will yell, shut the fuck up to the other one. It's going, it's going to cause anger and yes. hurt someone's feelings. Mm-hmm. So you have that look to look forward to as well. That's the best kind of podcast drama. For sure. That, that are, that are accusing someone of stealing jokes. Ooh. <laughs> Hey, we noticed that on your other podcast, Mike, sometimes you use jokes from this podcast, much like you've been stealing your own jokes. Did I really? <laughs> yeah, a couple times. I don't have that many though. thoughts in my head, so that might be possible. <laughs> it's just whatever's rolling around in there. You've got mail. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, I think without any further ado, we should start the podcast. Hold on, though. I need to uh, need to get on the internet. <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha
because there is no way any of this is usable at all. <laughs> okay, I think we're ready. I think mm -hmm. we're ready to start. Are, are we connected at 50K baud right now? Is that what's... <laughs> mm -hmm. That's good. We're ready to start. We're ready to download nude pictures of Dana Plato. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Well, welcome to the International News Service. We're your hosts. I'm Kevin Harrison, along with... I am Brian Camp. And I'm Mike Wiebe. And over there in the audio jungle mm. is Mark Ryan. How are you doing, Mark? Pretty good. Mark sounds different <laughs> to me. Sounds different every week. I don't understand what's... That's because he's a <laughs> master of vocal disguise. <laughs> it sounds like someone who is moderately strong punched you in the stomach. Right before you started talking. That's what happened to Harry Houdini. I don't think it was a moderately strong person. I think it was a very strong person. If I punch somebody in the stomach, they're not talking at all. I'll tell you that. We're already getting off to a wonderful start. They're vomiting. Have you ever hit anybody so hard that they vomited, Mike? No, but one time I uh, vomited that it made other people vomit. No. Because the smell <laughs> was so strong. Figuratively, a punch to the gut then, I think. Yeah, okay. yeah. This is a real fetus ring. I got vaccinated recently mm -hmm. and I I flexed during the vaccination and it blew the syringe up <laughs> and the juice shot out on everyone, the vax juice and all the glass and the syringe got in everyone's faces and shrapnel and they had to they had to call in some new nurses and they had to like coax me into, they had to give me like a massage and do ASMR for me to not tense up <laughs> while I was getting a needle. I was like, that's just how I am. Uh, ASMR is an acronym I'm not familiar with. What is yeah, ASMR stands for autonomous sensory meridian response. Yeah. And people do it for all sorts of stuff. Definitely pornography, but also not pornography. And it's just, <laughs> It's just, it's, it's people, it's people whispering. It's a lot of like girls whispering nice things. It's um, sometimes they'll have like eating if people like, like it's supposed to be soothing sounds that are very quiet. I, I might be. It causes you get tingly feelings and goosebumps. Yeah, in like your, your head, in your in scalp. your genitals. Yeah. Okay. Well, I like the genital thing. That sounds interesting. Mm -hmm. Is it? Yeah. Sometimes you'll see ASMR J-O-I. And what does the J-O-I stand for? Something O instructions. Something O instructions. That's, I feel like that was one step too cryptic. Jack okay. off instructions. Michael. <laughs> you begged me to say it all out loud. And then you're, no. that's called entrapment. <laughs> no, I, I did not otherwise coax you to do something you would not have done on your own anyway. Yeah, I think is, you would have done that on your own either way. What, I, no, that's not entrapment. Can you explain to me what what are the instructions? Is the idea that you have never done this act before, so you need instructions, or is that you haven't done this act in a particular way, so you need instructions, or that you haven't been instructed by another person to do this act, and that's the pleasure of the instructions? What where do the instructions come from? What's the what's the end game with the JOI? Someone telling you what to do and i think walking you through a scenario mm -hmm. an imaginary scenario and like what kind of scenario i don't know i be here's the thing is i don't i'm not somebody that reads instructions or listens to instructions right. i act without thinking i act on pure 
raw instinct mm-hmm. and my results speak for themselves. And if something doesn't work, I yell at it until it starts working. I and I and I've never had any any issues with that. So I'm not going to listen to some gorgeous busty woman dressed up like an anime character to tell me how to jo. I don't need her. I don't need her instructions. I have my own instructions. Just I've learned everything the hard way by you know. Hey, that's me. Ha <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. Uh, Let me ask you, Mike. um, In your disdain for instructions, have you ever become so frustrated with the act that you've decided to yell it at yourself? Like, have you ever been so? I have before, and that's been the thing that worked. That's when I was like, okay, screaming. That's what I like. That's right. Me yelling. That's what is. That's my. So can I get like a? But I'm. But I'm. I. But I'm in the middle of uh, no nut November and April. Uh right now <laughs> so it's not even it's really just not an issue you know it's actually it's I, i'm doing something called abstination april and <laughs> i'm not doing asmr jois all for april because in and it's for covid research and i i want to see if you guys would be down to do this we're gonna that's <laughs> enough, we, i know we talked about patreon people but we wanted to do a thing do a whole thing with our listeners where none of us J.O. This ladies too. Ladies can J.O. too, Kevin. <laughs> I'm, I'm not a lady. I know you're not, but you looked at me like, Bleh? nobody J.O. And then we <laughs> give all the proceeds. We get people to sponsor us oh. and we give all the proceeds to COVID. <laughs> we're, are we gonna, we're finally going to solve this. Just, finally, somebody's going to do something give about it. To it. The virus? You know what? If they're not going to do it, we are. That's the, that's a real can-do attitude. Um, if the government's not going to do anything about it, guess what? We are. Do you think we could allow people to have access to maybe an, an ASMR of you screaming at your junk as you're confused <laughs> by JOI? Like, is that? Yeah. Because I think people might get into that. That might be something that they, or maybe just you giving your own instruction while screaming. I well, feel like you would take pleasure from that. I'm confused um, by this. I'm I'm getting confused. Just, I I think that yeah, like a jail, like a me giving an ASMR that's just going that's just going like simmer down, <laughs> chill out, chill out, stop thinking, uncomfortable, <laughs> sandpaper. I think that's the opposite of what I was led to believe. Baseball. <laughs> oh. That'll help. I'm. I'm giving. I'll do something to help them, at do, abstain for the month. Oh, okay, okay. Now I get it. That's what I'm saying. Right. I'll do my own ASMR to help them get through the rough part. Right. Just saying, saying things that are real, like just you know, to calm them. Go. But I'll do it ASMR mm-hmm. style, like Nancy Grace. <laughs> right. Nancy Grace. Alex Jones. <laughs> Alex Jones in the shower. <laughs> Alex Jones with a sunburn working out. And then people are like, yeah, I don't I don't need it. I'm okay. Are you, are you guys as relaxed as I am? I mean, wow. That's Well, you're relaxed, but you're also not wanting to JO. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that's true. That's the goal is to make okay. people not want to JO. Nancy Grace and Alex Jones on the beach. 
getting a sunburn. They're both wearing flip flops and they're holding feet instead of holding hands. Uh, this, is, this is starting very to sound very particular to what might interfere with your ability. I didn't know it's gross. I'm not, I'm not like you know the the old the old fashioned thing is like think about baseball. No, that's not good enough. Baseball's baseball's gotten very sexy. Yeah. Baseball's <laughs> gotten very. I mean, I, I like okay, baseball statistics, and then I think about Morgana, the kissing bandit, and how nice that would be. <laughs> There's a reference that no one is going to understand at all. <laughs> it's not. It's yet. funny. But. Yeah. Our Irish listeners are not going to definitely not going to get that one. I don't think anybody born after 1978 is going to get I that one. I think they're going to get curious, yeah. though, and they're going to look oh, up. Morgana, 73 years old. Ah, good for her. You guys, I'm thinking about Morgana right now. Ooh, I might whoa. need some of my ASMR. Oh, feet. <laughs> AA. <laughs> Alex Jones rubbing sun cream lotion <laughs> all over Nancy Grace's chest. Mm. <laughs> all right, I'm back. I'm fine. I'm not getting. So, Kevin, do you think uh, maybe we can steer this ship towards the news? Because, uh, again, we have gotten a little off track. And I know that a lot of people from all over the world, uh, literally four corners of the globe, are curious about what's happened well we're doing a special episode this week oh i uh in researching the weird news of the week the best stories all dealt with animals so we've got a an animal themed episode this week well the only animal sound okay wait 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 no we can't hear what the listener couldn't hear that listener mike is attempting to use his soundboard just make a whale sound mike because we can't hear it yeah just just <laughs> oh well it's it is a, a whale oral, oral. somebody get my harpoon oral, oral, oral. <laughs> oh yeah don't yeah that's now you need some a-a-j-o-i-a-s-m-r for brian because all he wants to do is kill whales i can't believe since that whale story i'm just disappointed you brian yeah we all are i've seen i've seen the search for spock i I know that whales are just fine in the future. So anyway, so this first story comes to us from Consequence of Sound, which is a music news website. Uh, a lot of indie news on there. Mm-hmm. Where is it based out of? New York, New York. Okay. A new metal band called Katera just released its debut single titled Hunger of the Beast. But this band is a little different than most. The singer is a former street cat named Rupe Shakir. Rupe Shakir belongs to the product manager of Fearless Records, who adopted the cat and felt it had just the right voice to front a metal band. First of all, if all the stories this week are going to be this cute, I'm going to put rocks in my pockets and walk into the lake. <laughs> Second of all... uh this is nothing new. This is not a new story. Uh, one of the famous, most famous rappers of all time, MC Scat Cat. He rapped with Paula <laughs> Abdul in the Opposite Track song and video. You know, you fronted a band. Do you have any perspective on what it would take for this cat to front a band? You know, I don't. There's nothing new about this is not even that exciting. Cats, you know, MC Scat Cat has been around. You've got uh, Peter Chris. He's the kitty cat man. Yeah, he is. <laughs> Plays drums. Yep. For Kiss. And then on top of that, there's a whole movie about cats that can sing and dance. And the name of that movie is Cats. 
famously uh, and there is listen listen I mean, and this is what i want i you know i don't i honestly i don't give a fuck about this stupid cat's metal band i hope <laughs> i hope i hope it eats rat poison damn no whatever i hope it's fine i don't want any cats uh, to die uh, uh, I, I i don't i don't want any cats to die unless they're racist and a lot okay. of there's a there's a big proportion of racist metal bands okay but let me say this. There is a whole cut of the movie cast <laughs> purported to be real where they put buttholes on all of the cats. Now, my question is, do we see this cat's butthole in any of the press photos or videos? Not that I've seen so far. Then I am not interested. I like to point out that I was lambasted by both Kevin and Mike for suggesting that harpooning a whale in the early 1900s, late 1800s was maybe not the worst thing. And Mike has just advocated for the painful murder of a beloved pet. Well, whales, whales can't be racist. Okay. If you are picking on whales and uh, that you're picking on basically someone with body dysmorphia with any type, they have body issues, they're plus sized animals and you're just, you know, so I don't think that it's punching down. And I think that it's beneath you, Brian, <laughs> as opposed to cats who are there, you're, you know, they get away with whatever they want. You know, they live for free. They eat for free. They come and go as they please. They spray all over the walls. They poop in boxes and we clean it up and they watch us just clean it up. You know what kind of weird uh, superiority complex they get from that sort of behavior? Not all of them, but a lot of them. And then you put in metal music. That's a that's a heavy, heavy band. Guess what? Super racist. It's ain't chocolate and peanut butter you're combining. You're combining acid and piss. That's, that's a terrible combination, Mike. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. want to drink it. Yeah, but people do every day. It's <laughs> true. Hunter Biden on this week's Mark Marin with what with the fuck with Mark Marin. He true. talks all about drinking piss. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so Katera isn't even the first animal fronted metal band. Hate Beak is a death metal band fronted by a parrot. While Caninus was a death grind band featuring two Pitbull Terriers. Well, I'm into Caninus. I, I gotta admit, Caninus is Right. And then Hate Beak, gotta admit, it's a pretty funny name. And you know would piss the guys off in that band Hate Breed oh, yeah. too. I, I think that <laughs> I think that they would be quite humorless right. about that. Yeah, I think that you're probably right. I feel like yeah, so, Pantera probably enjoys Catera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Pantera's like Right on, brothers. Like, I can play the song if you want to hear it. But, but I, I do want to hear it. You know what? Maybe I've maybe I've maybe I've overstepped my my thoughts. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll hear well, let's, this. Let's and... play that here, and then I'll read the last little bit here. So... I don't think you've overstepped. I'm I'm just gonna go out on a limb, much like a cat would, and <laughs> and say this is not going to be. And then the firemen great. will have to come get mm -hmm. you. That's what I don't think has ever happened anywhere. Yeah. There you go. That's a good sample. That's not okay. It's not very good. <laughs> Is that okay to say? I mean, it's not. You ever like uh, 
have to take a cat somewhere like to the vet or something and you put it in the cat carrier and the whole time the whole trip it's just like (laughs) and then you realize the cat's been quiet and you've been listening to led zeppelin the whole time (laughs) (laughs) that'll show them yeah i put them in their place (laughs) nobody's gonna respect them anymore it's about time somebody sent them up yeah good job katera's debut single can be found at Mm bandcamp.com and all the proceeds will go to whiskers a go-go the brooklyn-based nonprofit cat rescue group responsible for helping rupe shakir find a home i'm sure that a brooklyn nonprofit that helps cats is really hurting for money right now animal nonprofit. people want to give money to me it's a it's a it's a for-profit xbox fund (laughs) (laughs) i thought it was a playstation 5 fund well i don't know we'll see i'm waiting for i'm waiting for them to court me you're the customer i've got a huge platform here i've got i've got thousands of people not j-o-ing for an entire month based off my words (laughs) j-o maybe j-o Either way, I have the power with my own words to stop people from their own inhibitions or ambitions. Whatever whatever means doing the nasty <laughs> uh, to yourself, I have that power. And I think that that's something that the Sony Corporation and the Microsoft Co- Corporation would like to get a little, a little piece of. So I expect both of them to send me their consoles, or at least one of them. It's really a race. Well, it's a race to 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 see who's going to curry favor with with me and who's going to have the no nutting of thousands of people. Guess what you need if you're trying to sell video games is people who don't like to nut. <laughs> In the console wars, who whoever wins, we lose. So yes, mm. yes, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter who wins, yep. we lose. Yep. But I'll just say, I had a Nintendo before I had a Sega. I don't know what that means. I mean, I know what... The, uh, I'm telling you, Sega went under because I told people not to buy them right. because they didn't send me a, a CD system with Night Trap on it. Night Trap uh, with Dana Plato. They, uh, I thought Sega was the, was the more adult console, though. <laughs> didn't they sell themselves as the sexually experienced brother? <laughs> <laughs> yes, Sonic the Hedgehog came off as, as a more... More, you know, erotic, I guess, right. is the more erotic of the of the, <laughs> the side scroller <laughs> right. platform games. Right. I mean, yeah, the, the Nintendo was for the the sexually undeveloped and Sega again yes. was with games like I mean yeah. we were Golden sexually Axe. undeveloped while we were playing it. So, and you know, it's hard to No well speak for yourself. <laughs> Which one had Karnov? That was uh that was original Nintendo. Oh uh, well then N- that makes Nintendo the sexiest one then. Mm-hmm. That was a that game was because the sh- shirtless guy is breathing fire. Mm, yeah, he's climbing up that ladder. Mm, yeah, <laughs> uh, you know he's got strong calves climbing up those ladders. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He could jump pretty high. He's got a well-turned a couple, calf. Yeah, a couple ham hocks. Oh, real ham hocks on that circus freak flexing. Was he a circus guy? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, he's a circus guy. Circus came into town, probably romanced a rich lady. Name somebody who breathes fire who's not in a circus. Karnov. Wait, no, he's in a circus. Damn it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's he, kind he of in a circus, circus, isn't he? Isn't being a yogi yeah. like being in the circus? 
This is dealing with cultural issues that are far beyond me. No, I don't think it is like being in a circus. Well, but like doing like feats of strength and stuff. He does seem like a, I guess he does seem like he performs Dalasim. Yeah. yeah. Like they levitate and stuff. They demonstrate yeah. The, yeah. the product of their okay. spiritual enlightenment, perhaps. Oh, Maybe. so their spiritual enlightenment is a show for you. No, but they're out on the streets performing and they, they expect tips. Right. If I if I go to a revival, then you know, I might I might put money when they pass a hat around because of the skillful preaching of the <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think we all got the, scared. We all got scared. We got scared and I think the immediate turn away from Katera demonstrates maybe what we thought of Katera. Yeah, it's not good. Yeah. I need a Karnov ASMR or a or a cat bearing his own shit ASMR. That would be soothing. That sound with just like a a, a lusty voice saying you're going to clean this up. <laughs> You're going to clean all this shit up. Your eyes are going to water while you do it. It's going to smell terrible. You're going to question whether you inhaled something that gives you schizophrenia. <laughs> Several hardened pieces of shit at the bottom of this. And you won't know how long it's been there. You're going to feel like an old miner who got really unlucky. You're going to question what it would taste like to eat one of these pieces of cat shit. <laughs> well, well, I think it's time I'm, for our next story. I do, too. I am so relaxed right now. That Yeah, <laughs> I am, too. Mm-hmm. I feel, yeah, I feel really ready for this. Yeah. So our next story is from the New York Times. Mm. A 34-year-old geologist from Perth, Australia, was on vacation with his wife and two-year-old daughter in the southwestern Australian town of Dunsborough when he was attacked by what he described as the angriest octopus. He first noticed the octopus in some sort of staring match with the seagull, but when he got closer... It, that's what it said. It said they were sizing oh, each other I, I up. Just, I'm, just everything about this is pissing me off. All right, keep going. <laughs> He first noticed the octopus in some sort of staring match with the seagull. But when he got closer, the octopus swam towards him and struck a tentacle at the man, to which he responded, Oh, golly. And that's how he responded. I'm going to play it for you now. Hopefully it works. Are you going to play him saying, Oh, golly? Oh, I'm going to play the whole clip he recorded. But it will mm. include him saying, Oh, golly. Is that, how does he say it? I want to I want to compare what you're saying to okay. what we're going to hear one more time. This is an Australian man. He's saying, "Oh, golly!" Hmm. It sounds like a very uh, staid sexual experience. He yeah. said he had his two year old daughter in his uh, uh, well, hand in one arm, and he didn't want to swear in front of her. Okay. Uh, okay. So hopefully, let's see if this works. Uh, oh, for the listener, they're saying octopus. You hear that wind? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, golly. <laughs> I mean, I'd have knocked. I would, listen. I'd have knocked the shit out of that octopus. Well, you ever just, seen? Uh, you ever seen the Robert Altman Popeye movie? Yeah. Yes. I'd have punched that fucker so far. Mm-hmm. You don't listen. You, it, I, I do not suffer octopuses lightly. <laughs> If any, if seriously, just don't even fucking look at me. I will. I don't. I. I. The thing you guys need to know about me. The thing you need to know about me 
I don't play. Okay. I don't play. <laughs> so if a fucking octopus ever were to roll up to me and pull some, you, you, you're not going to hear some, Oh, golly. Hey, oh, 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 golly. No, you're going to get your, <laughs> you're going to get your fucking beak shoved halfway up your weird fucking mushroom head. <laughs> Is it octopi? Do you say octopi? Well, technically, it's octopod, but uh, we're just going to say octopus. Like whales. If you had been that guy, you would have had a second chance because this was not the end of the encounter. About 20 minutes later, the man went swimming, and when he got about 100 feet from shore, he found a neatly piled stack of crab shells under the water. He dove down to take a closer look when he felt a sharp pain, first in his arm and then across his neck, and his lower back. Following the attack, the man was in shock, but he made it back to shore, covered in clearly visible red marks where he believes he had been whipped by the octopus. He described the whipping sensation like being hit by a wet towel, and the stinging of the red marks was alleviated when his wife poured cola over them. Oh, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just audibly sighing at my disdain for this man. Continue. No, I'm not, yeah. For this geologist... An octopus researcher from the University of Oregon suggested the second attack may have come from a jellyfish since octopuses or octopods don't have venom in their tentacles and the venom in their bites wouldn't be alleviated by cola. Thank you, American scientists, for clearing this up. Yeah, this is exactly what happened. Mm -hmm. An American had to step in and figure out. You know, they say this guy, this guy does not... I mean, Australians are usually a bit of a tougher lot than this guy. I mean, this guy, you know, this guy deserves to get his ass handed to him by a by a three foot octopus with skinny little skinny little tentacled tentacled arms. (laughs) So nevertheless, the man plans to go back to the same beach and swim in the same water. Yep. And you know what's going to happen? The, uh, the octopus come down and pull down his pants and laugh at his penis. <laughs> <laughs> and if you've never heard an octopus laugh underwater, oh. that's exactly that's exactly what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I guarantee it. And we, his response again will be, oh, golly. <laughs> he said... I'm a little bit nervous. Octopuses are potentially being given a negative connotation, and people should give some love to these beautiful creatures and not treat them with disdain. Oh, golly. Nobody is giving the octopuses a negative connotation. They are giving you a negative connotation. We don't like you. We are on the octopus's side. That being said, if any octopus wants to fuck with me, you'll get your fucking tentacle handed to you. But... (laughs) No, we think you're the pussy. We think the octopus is the cool one. Honestly, I would probably hang out with this octopus. I think we would get along <laughs> fine. I think that I think that, that that octopus and I would go kick it at a at a at a at a minor league baseball game and drink and drink ourselves silly. Right? Aren't they always drinking since they live in the water? I mean, that's not how gills work. That's if, not how yeah. gills work. Octopus have gills? What do they have? I don't think they have gills. I don't think they're always drinking. I Look, think I'm not going to take an I'm not going to take an octopus to a baseball game. Okay, that's not going to happen. But 
if, if we lived in a world where it's a Aquaman scenario where I could go down there or it's some sort of Dr. Doolittle scenario yeah. where they can suddenly breathe underwater or they made a crazy fucking uh, opposite scuba diving outfit for octopuses and they could come up with, I think we would have a good time. Do I think that's going to happen? No, probably not. <laughs> it would be a spacesuit for an octopus, right? Eight space arms. Do they need the water to do stuff? I feel like I've seen video of octopuses uh, like on the on the shore, kind of like, like yeah. No, they'll, they'll sometimes yeah. they'll come out and do stuff and then go back right. in the water. But I think, you know, like the way we might go and swim in the water for a while, right. get attacked by an octopus, yeah. and then retreat to the shore. He didn't get attacked by the octopus. No, he got attacked by a jellyfish. Isn't Australia the home of every horrible, venomous, stinging thing in the world anyway? Everything in Australia will kill you. Yeah, especially Rebel Wilson. (laughs) (laughs) She'll fucking murder you. I'm I'm not surprised to hear that. I actually really like Rebel Wilson. Yeah, she's she's funny. She's a she's a she's a national treasure. A gem. Mm hmm. Okay, so our next story comes to us from Newsweek. The title is Officers Discover Emotional Support Python During DUI Stop. Police in Fort Walton Beach, Florida, were performing a DUI stop recently when they encountered an unusual rider in the passenger seat, a python. Wait, wait, was it a snake or was it one of my fucking arms? <laughs> in this case, it was a snake. Okay. I'm glad I, I'm glad I, I will say I'm glad I've swore on that line. That needed it. <laughs> that needed right. the word fucking it. I think we can all agree. I will, oh, yeah. You know, you spend a lot of time on the musculature of your arms. So I think yeah. you're entitled when people might be besmirching or talking about them without your arms or your permission. So do yeah. pythons often get hit in the, like a door and uh, you know, they're just sitting on a passenger seat and you got to run along with the car till it stops or gets pulled I, over. All I know is if you try and stick with uh, my Python with the vaccine, it's going to break that goddamn syringe. It's going to blow it up in their faces, right? <laughs> yep. And then, and then I flex even harder and it shoots the needle out. You better be out of, out of, uh, what I call the splash oh. zone. <laughs> Remember, no J.O. No G.I. Yeah. <laughs> so the driver reportedly told officers that the snake was his emotional support animal. Photos taken on the scene apparently show the snake's head reaching towards the glove compartment hmm. and later a police officer holding the snake on the side of the road. The website EmotionalSupportAnimalCo.com says snakes are common emotional support animals because they're easy to care for, hypoallergenic, quiet, and their tendency to wrap or coil themselves around people can feel extremely comforting, almost like a hug. Mm. Now, I can't find a source that says whether the man was charged with a DUI or, or not, or whether the python smothered and consumed anyone on the scene. Well, I'll say, I will say this. I think it's dumb. I don't do not think that a snake can be an emotional support animal. I will say that a snake can be a personality support animal because that is the only reason people own those <laughs> right. things. Right. It's because they don't have a personality mm-hmm. and they need a thing to they need something and this is their shot in the dark. Snakes are for people who can't care for a ferret. Yeah. <laughs> 
Snakes are a fedora that you have to feed. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think we solved this one. Yeah, I think so. (laughs) This fella, yeah, he took his snake to the bar. That's what happened. I think I think that's exactly what happened. Exactly. And whether honestly, whether he was drinking or not, he should be in jail that night. He the he should have been taken (laughs) to jail. Have to post. I'm not saying he needs to like stay in prison or anything like that, but no, for the night, he should be taken to jail. Whether or not you're allowed to take a snake into the bar, I'm sure you are allowed to snake take a snake into the bar, mm-hmm. but for his crimes against humanity, and the crime is not that he took the snake out, it's that he's that insufferable. <laughs> right, right. Uh, how many times do you think he? enjoyed telling people that he needed it. He couldn't stay very long that night because he had his Python in the car. Yeah. I think, no, yeah. I think he had his Python on his person. Uh, yeah. I bet he brought it into the right. bar. Yeah. Right. No, I, he goes in without the Python says he has to go. And says, what, you know, you know what? Yeah. Maybe I can bring the Python in. Do you think that'd be okay? And then he gets the big extra show of returning with the Python. Yeah. Well, uh, no, see they, in the, in the story, they said, Part of the reason people like snakes is because you can transport them and nobody will know that they're that they're there. No, again, nobody nobody likes snakes. People just <laughs> people just like the idea of having a, something interesting about them. Okay, right, right. I mean, I like I like snakes as much as anybody else on watching on a nature show and stuff. Sure, snakes are awesome. I don't. I don't hate snakes. I'm not Indiana Jones. Uh, <laughs> Speaking but, of fedoras, right? Huh? Yeah, hey. he's the only guy that. Well, he hated <laughs> snakes, but had a fedora. Wow. Hmm. That says something. I don't know if we know what right now. I don't know what. Yeah, that's. We'll have to think about that. That that's going to take some time and reflection, which I'll probably get because I'm not JNO this month. I'll right. set aside some time. <laughs> right. I'll set aside some of that time for that. Mm-hmm. So, Kevin, I'm wondering if in this article they discuss at all the the problem Florida is having with pythons as, a, as an invasive species in their swamps. Well, they said that that was another reason why they thought that he might have had a python is because they're so common in the wild that you could just find a baby python and be like, hey, I'm a heat source. And they're just like, OK, I'll hang out with you, whatever. Hey, I'm a heat source. Yeah. That's how snakes that's, see us. That's that's how I hit. That's how I approached my wife. <laughs> hey, I uh, saw you standing there. I want to mm-hmm. let you know I'm a heat source. Are uh, you married to a python? Yes or no? No, no. Is she no. cold blooded? <laughs> <laughs> She's a uh, what you call a battle axe. Uh. <laughs> yeah. What happens when you take her to the yeah. bar? Do you make her stay in the car until you go in for a little while and go, hey, let me, is it okay if I bring my wife? I don't in? need anything to make me interesting at the bar. I've got my spin kicks. <laughs> <laughs> I've got capoeira to practice. Mike just shows up in a gi and that's his. Yeah. Oh, this, I, mean, I, just, I don't have time to change. I don't even want no, to do oh, oh, yeah. I, oh, I guess I am still wearing this. <laughs> Sorry, I came from street fighting. Yeah. I didn't realize. It was it was slow kick tonight. Boy, I'm sore. Yeah. Oh, I have to put on shoes. Uh, well, you know what? Actually, actually, that's a good thing because I'm actually less deadly with shoes on, and I don't want anyone to get hurt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the ladies' hearts melt. Ooh. 
he's fascinating. That's right. And I, yeah, I go out to my car, put on my shoes, come back in with my snake and a fedora. <laughs> right. Uh, can I get a Jaeger bomb? Right. This is a good Jaeger bomb. <laughs> they make really good Jaeger bombs here. <laughs> It's it's Tom working bar. He makes the best. It's Tom working bar. He makes my favorite Jaeger bombs. He doesn't special for me. That's right. Adds more bomb in them. <laughs> I'm so happy we're almost. You know that we're approaching. We're getting vaccinated. We'll be. I'll be able to hang out with that guy, Casanova Frankenstein, really soon with with Casanova Frankenstein at a bar. Yep. Ankle length duster on. Ooh, what, you got an ankle length duster and a. a <laughs> you've somehow taped a. Uh, a wall poster of Akira to your back. Okay. <laughs> With safety pins. <laughs> you know, the extended universe Star Wars novels are better than the movies. <laughs> I can't believe Disney threw out so many of those books from the canon. That is, and then just started listing them off. The entire yeah. general something something series is... <laughs> I don't know enough about it, but clearly there's 40 or 50 books that are no longer part of the expanded Star Wars universe, if there is such a thing. And that's very disappointing. Yes. The Chewbacca Files. <laughs> Chewbacca Files. Chewbacca, rogue agent. I would, you know what? I could, I could get into a Tom Clancy style Star Wars story. Well, I was thinking the Chewbacca Files are sort of like the Rockford Files, but it's Chewbacca and he's just this kind of like washed up guy that lives on a, on a fucking space, space mobile home by a space beach. Right. <laughs> Opens up with an answer machine of like, Hey, Chewbacca. It's your old pal, Freddy Two Bones, over on the Despero system. Got a real problem here. We could really use your help on. Chewbacca is like all hungover, like waking up next to the bed. No, not a line in subtitles either. Lots of dialogue, no subtitles whatsoever. That'd be something to see. <laughs> you know, us real uh, S-Dub fans mm -hmm. have learned, you know, pretty much know what how Wookiees is, is spoken. I can't speak it. I can't, I can't say it, but I can hear it and I can understand it just like Han Solo. That's quite a claim. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can speak most of the Star Wars tongue. What right? about... What about Klingon? I know that's not Star Wars. <laughs> I'm not a fucking nerd. <laughs> I know I know you can speak Jawa. We've heard that, I believe. Oh, have I spoken Jawa? Yeah, I can speak Jawa yeah, too. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Very good job. That is. Wow. I, it's like watching the movie. I think you were mm -hmm. saying something about droids. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> it's sure. It's like watching the movie and it's actually better than watching those last three. <laughs> Yeah, I don't, is it is it okay to not like those last three? I feel like that mean that's supposed to mean something. Man, about they're you. fucking awful. They're not that great. Yeah, I don't know. They're not good. I mean, they're not good, but you you cannot like them, but also not get online and attack women based around <laughs> your dislike of them. You know? Wait a minute, you can do that. <laughs> you cannot enjoy those movies, but also 
not be violently misogynistic and racist about it. And it's weird that the two have somehow intermingled in a way that film uh, fantasy film criticism hadn't been until uh, the advent of the Internet. Who knew the existence of women ruined Star Wars? Who knew? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, our last story comes to us from the Anchorage Daily News, oh, the largest newspaper hang, in Alaska. Oh, yeah. So what are you doing? What are you doing here, Kevin? What do you mean? What are you trying to do? Uh, re- Where are you going news? with this? Reading the news? Yeah, it's, Kevin, you're on your I'm, own here. That you're picking I'm, some scabs right now. Mm-hmm. You're picking some scabs of some wounds that aren't healed. You know, when you pick a story like that, you're essentially an effete Australian, and I'm a goddamn octopus. Well, let's just let's you know. There's two sides to this story. Uh, okay. Well, see... I, yeah, I'll give it up. Hopefully, it's it's uh yeah. I'm I'm hoping the animals win. Let's just see where you end up on. Uh, okay. All right. You know who's right and who's wrong hmm. in this this uh, little treatise I'm about to read. Okay. I'm not sure, Kevin, but I am I'm fairly confident. That no matter what happens in this story, Mike will find fault with the citizens of Anchorage. I'm not, I'm not sure, but I think that's what's about to happen. A Costco in Anchorage, Alaska, is apparently besieged by sneaky ravens who snatch items from shopping carts. One couple got home from shopping and realized they were missing one filet mignon from a four-pack. It was then that the husband mentioned that he'd seen a raven in the parking lot with a steak in his mouth. Another shopper reported buckling her baby in a car seat when a raven swooped in and swiped an entire package of short ribs from her, her cart. And then the same thing happened to her again months later when two ravens teamed up to steal a package of pork ribs. A third shopper said she had one raven hopping on, from her car to a nearby truck bed while squawking at her as a distraction while another raven sat on the ground trying to pull mini melons out of her bag that was in her cart. Uh, finally, a shopper who had a single short rib stolen from one of his packages commented, they know what they're doing. It's not their first time. They're very fat. So I think they've got a whole system here. Anyway, Costco management has declined to comment on the parking lot Raven theft issue. All right. Well, first of all, I have to say <laughs> that's so Raven. Um, <laughs> that is so Raven. I think that the headline of this article should have been heroic Ravens <laughs> take deserved food from rednecks in feral country. <laughs> How feral can it be? They have a Costco. Well, I've never been to Costco. So at first, I'm going to need uh, a little talk through on what a Costco is like. Uh, I'll tell you. It's a giant shopping club that sells a little bit of everything, typically under, if possible, their own brand, Kirkland. It is one of the worst places to go I can think of. It's, <laughs> it is full of just nonsense people buying nonsense amounts of nonsense things and then you wait in a ridiculously long line to purchase those nonsense things and then you go home and you tell people how you went to costco no that sounds like a great place to get filet mignon from (laughs) a four pack a four pack right i feel okay this is this is gonna get cut out so it doesn't matter because it's kind of visual but it might be in there now Anytime you announce something's getting taken out, that's kind of a thing. We're going to force it to get in. God damn it. Let's go. Uh, 
So every time I'm in a Costco, this is how it goes. There's there's somebody pushing a cart straight at me, but looking in the opposite direction. Like they've got their head turned as far right. as they can turn their head while pushing a cart just right. straight in my direction. And uh, and I feel like everybody shopping there is a serial killer whose you know process of killing is to run over people while with a shopping cart while pretending to look in another direction. And I'm not saying this happens once or twice. It's every three fucking steps. Right. Now in Alaska, I think the same thing probably happens, but it's people with snow sleds <laughs> and dogs. I don't think there's snow in the store. No, I do. I think they're so goddamn stupid up there. They forgot to put a ceiling up. Forgot to put the roof on. Those stupid Alaskans. I, I found it fascinating that that I'm to believe that someone saw a raven with a stake in its mouth or its beak rather, and didn't think to mention it till later on. Like if I was anywhere with anyone and I saw a bird. <laughs> with a hunk of red meat, like a large hunk of red meat in its mouth, <laughs> I would immediately turn to the person I'm with and say, Holy look at that. Yeah, that bird's got a bunch of meat in its mouth because that's not something you see every day. Well, the problem was that they also had a huge chunk of uncooked <laughs> filet mignon in their mouth right. because they're goddamn savages up there. They forgot to cook it. They, well, they no, they didn't. They don't. They don't know what cooking is. They don't know what cooking is up there. They're eating raw meat. Yeah, they just they just eat raw meat, and you know what? Their stomachs are still of a throwback era of a Precambrian type time. Just to recap, then, Mike, it sounds like what you're telling us is that Alaskans are lower on the evolutionary ladder. Yeah, than... they're just out there, just like the birds. They're scurrying around a, 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 a Costco parking lot looking for gravel to shove in their gullet so they can actually <laughs> di- process any of the food. Good bird fact. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know if Alaskans have separate holes to pee and poop out of. They might have cloaca too. Cloaca. Brian was correct on the pronunciation. Well, well, well. Thank you, Kevin, for that. And I appreciate your callback, Mike, to Cloaca. Clay Aiken. <laughs> Clay Aiken. And I also looked up octopuses breathe through gills. Okay, then. They inhale through gills, but they exhale through like a tube. A tube? Like a snorkel? Yeah, like a snork. You know, remember the snorks? I do remember the snorks. Ooh, do you remember their song? It was, uh, Come on, baby, light my fire. <laughs> There's no fire underwater. Uh, it was the doors. I was thinking of the, doors. <laughs> the doors. That's right. It wasn't. I wasn't asking you the, their favorite song. Was, 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 Ray, was Ray Manzarek in the Snorks? <laughs> he was. Briefly, they kicked him out. That's right. Alaska, the smartest creatures in Alaska are probably the ravens, I'm going to guess. Ravens are supposed to be very smart, mm. and I would love to have a pet raven. I think that would be super cool, but not one that comes inside i don't know i I don't i don't like the idea of having animals uh make fike in in my house when you say come is this in a joi way no kevin come on Uh, that's just (laughs) what are you an alaskan that's that's alaskan kind of talk yeah let's have some dignity for yeah the good listeners of the international news service the ins news team i think that's mostly me actually the team well that's that may be the case, but I. Still, uh, <laughs> well, it doesn't out get... there collecting stories, mm-hmm. summarizing well, them. We're, we're interpreting them. We're interp- We're explaining them. We're providing expert. No, no I'm, I'm explaining them. You guys are just asking, commentating, analyzing, I, analyzing, investigating. 
Invest. No, yes. I'm investigating. It's my job. Oh, Mike has done quite a bit of detective work on these stories. I've I don't done think some detective. I've solved a number of these. I think earlier we solved the Python incident, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And we're very close to figuring out that the issue with the Ravens is that the Alaskans never did anything to designate the store as a human-only area area by failing to put a roof on said store. Yeah. Which, according to Mike, is a very common <laughs> issue for Alaskans that they just it happens right? over and over again some of mm-hmm. them figure it out probably by accident right how do you f- figure out a roof by ac- accident they find themselves in a cave and just sit and think about yeah. it for a while <laughs> like yeah. why is why am I dry yeah and they just have to think about it then they get murdered by a grizzly bear there's someone in perhaps Fairbanks or on Kodiak Island there, are there are there anywhere is there anywhere in Alaska not named after a bear Denali that's a truck. It's named after a truck. That's named after a bear. <laughs> okay. Mount McKinley, formerly known as Mount McKinley. They don't call it Mount McKinley at all anymore, do they? Uh, Denali is not just a river in Egypt. <laughs> Kevin. <laughs> well, uh, I think that wraps up another week of the International News Service. Uh, hey, check out our Patreon. You can find it when animals at- attack. You can find it at patreon.com slash international news pod. And uh, I think that's, I think that wraps up another week. Oh, and email us at uh, international at gmail.com if you have any stories that you'd like to see featured on the episode. 